0: Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 30 of Mixtape and Identity. I'm your host Shane. My guest this week is Matt Chu. Thank you so much for joining me for the 30th case of Mixtape and Identity. My guest this week is Matt Chu from Matt Chu's Obscure Orchestra. Matt's someone I've been following for a while now. This episode's been a long time coming. Um, so I was really, really excited to sit down and have this conversation. He is a very, very talented artist. Someone who takes his music very seriously. And just, you know, before I sat down to have the conversation, just seemed like a really lovely bloke. And it turned out to be that way, which is, which is great. And the list was really, really exciting to me. So this is a list that had a lot of different uh, cultural influences, um, very Eastern inspired compared to a lot of the lists that I've had before so very very different for me amazing in terms of broadening my horizons and yeah the, the conversation around them was, was great as well so um, very very excited about this episode if you're new to the show if this is your first time listening then just let you know that the playlist is made available on the Monday we release those ahead of the podcast Podcasts podcast out on the Thursday so um, if you want to stay up to date with new episodes, new playlists, new guests, best thing you can do is follow us on Instagram at Mixtape and Identity. Also on Twitter at Mixtape and ID, but it'll probably just like you back to Instagram, so just follow the Instagram. I'll be back at the end of the episode, but for now we'll get into episode 30 of Mixtape and Identity with Matt How often do you actually listen to music at the moment?
1: Oh, um, so I ride my bicycle pretty much every day when I go out mm-hmm. to work or eat or something, um, mm-hmm. and I always listen to music when I'm riding around, um, or if I'm ever driving by myself. Yeah, it's like a a transport thing. So pretty much every day, right? Yeah. Okay,
0: happy days. So the music that you're listening to, do you tend to go for uh, for albums or playlists, or what's the what's the go-to generally? Um, lately, it's been playlists, but I do often playlist by artist
1: or band like so there's one okay. particular feel so I've got this giant Tom Waits like playlist That's that would just be a combination of a bunch of his albums um, right okay
0: hmm. so your own little best of compilation?
1: My own little best of yeah yeah and then other ones that are just themed around
0: mood or um, theme or something alright happy days yeah. and do you do you tend to do you try to find new music when you're listening or do you tend to stick with your old uh,
1: yeah that's a good question i i would like to say i'm like always on the look for new music but i tend mm-hmm. to go back to old favorites and not not that they're old old but um right yeah, yeah comfortable yeah. comfortable recent discoveries um right but i've 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 got friends who like recommend new music and like oh you're right i should be listening to
0: this (laughs) yeah absolutely i tend to find typically for me transport in particular if i'm driving that's Mm. when i feel i need to rely on all familiar stuff because i can't fully concentrate on new music or if something comes on that i don't particularly like Mm. i don't want to have to like look at my phone to change it, I'm just gonna have to sit in a song that I'm not particularly enjoying for like three minutes. Um, so yeah, like I'm definitely all familiar all the way when it comes to driving for sure.
1: I think you're right. I think you've got to be in a like a a certain mood or a certain state. Yeah, the same as film. I can't watch like a a deep art house film without feeling like, all right, I I want to be challenged tonight or something. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent the same. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a list of movies that I haven't got through. Um because I know that they're gonna hurt or you know, take some kind of uh mental energy. Um yeah. So yeah, that's and that's why we end up watching the US office like <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Sister Act. <laughs> Is Sister Act your go to? Yeah, it's like wow.
1: it's my atheist guilty pleasure watching Sister Act one and two.
0: <laughs> they are great films, to be They're fair. They're great yeah. films. Excellent. All right. What was what, what was the first music that you that you bought or that you owned? Oh,
1: when I was about eleven or so, or maybe mm-hmm. yeah, around that time. I there's this there's this um, alternative indie band here from from brisbane called regurgitator um okay. and they were the first i ever bought i remember listening to it a lot in primary school and seeing music clips um and it's just like really okay. fun pop rock essentially
0: okay
1: yeah and the okay. lead singer was asian so i'd like felt an affinity to that band right okay
0: yeah do you still listen to them
1: yeah yeah actually i got the chance to sit down and like meet some of the members recently um just through being a musician Now, as an adult, I actually had hot pot and ramen with both the members of the band (laughs) on separate occasions. Yeah,
0: happy days. Excellent. What? What's the best? What's the best live show or the best live performance you've seen?
1: Oh, um, it's got to be this band from Melbourne called the Barons of Tang. Um, They 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 call themselves Gypsy Death Metal, um, and that's probably the best description yeah it's like you know a bit of um eastern european klezma with like Mm -hmm. just sort of death metal sound but with you know like bassoons and double bass and um Mm -hmm. yeah ye olde instruments sort of thing and it was it's just the most fun live show i had ever done i think i was in in like a I don't often go into a you know, a mud pit mosh pit at the front of a stage, kind of with yeah. a bunch of aggressive, you know, young white boys with long hair. But that was the one time where I was like, This this is the moment for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barons
0: of Tang. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, brilliant. Under on the list, which is which is great as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. That is something i've I've really been connecting with recently, but I've not been finding enough of and not been like seeking out enough of but but music that is uh authentic to a particular culture and also different and modern mm-hmm. um there's quite a few I've been finding recently in particular like um there's been a few i think it was Romanian folk music but it was sort of more of a like a like a dancey kind of sound mixed in as well right um yeah it's quite a bit of that going around recently and it's again i'm not finding enough of it but i i really connect with it when i do hear it yeah about it you i I think we've seen it a bit in even in eurovision these past couple of years
1: like the Mm -hmm. my partner's really into eurovision there was a a time when eurovision was like you know all the lyrics were in english even though these they came from from different non-english speaking countries but in the last i don't know Two, three years there's been a sort of like, let's let's show our culture and our language kind of thing. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been nice to see that. Especially how yeah. how globalized music influence is. With the internet yeah, and everything, definitely. it's hard to find something that's purely that place's sound or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely.
0: Okay, perfect. I said there's 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 quite a bit of that in your list as well, and that's I like that's one thing that I really enjoyed about it, is like there's a lot of this stuff i'm not familiar with a lot of the stuff was brand new to me and um i think we're covering a, a variety of different cultures and um uh languages as well so yeah that's all um, well, that's great so yeah, yeah it's been good yeah um all right so uh, we will dive into so song one is a song that you fell in love with straight away so mm-hmm. you've gone for angela by matthew bogart's
1: Yes, yeah. I I can't actually remember where I heard this. Maybe it was in in like a weird in like playlist that I downloaded, you know, before there was Spotify. Um, Uh Yeah, it's just like when I when I hear this song, I think of like being in an underground like underwater octopus like dance party or something because it's got that like yeah. (laughs) yeah so the moment i heard it was like this is the best um yeah yeah because it just sounds so weird and kooky and like underwater um Mm. yeah and my my wife and i like danced to it in the car with this little like wavy arms (laughs) dance
0: (laughs) i'm not gonna be able to get that out of my head (laughs) that's exactly what i'm gonna be thinking about now every time i hear that song Yeah, yeah um yeah it's so it's so fun it's, and yeah. <laughs> underwater octopus vibe is not a sort of a genre that I thought I'd be discussing on this on this podcast but um, <laughs> it really fits it right. really does fit that's quite yeah it's yeah. um yeah it is kind of wavy and strange and like it's it's difficult to hear the song without sort of going have yeah. a little a little bop Um yeah. but yeah I think I'm 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 gonna get the arms involved now that's um yeah (laughs) try it it really it really works yeah 100 (laughs) all right perfect um all right song two then is a song that took you a while so you've gone for paper moon by kelly alley
1: yeah so um kelly alley is the lead singer or the the vocalist for um a trip hop band called sneaker pimps um and i was listening to sneaker pimps quite a lot um when was it, I guess, 12, 13, 11 kind of thing. Um, right. And so I'd gotten used to them having a certain sound. And this was also around the time where I kind of was kind of grappling with my personal identity. Like, oh, I'm an Asian person in a white dominant country, Australia. Um, mm-hmm. And Kelly, I th- believe she was like maybe part, like mixed mixed race of some kind um and this song like i just like got interested in her music and most of it is kind of like sneaker pimps trip hop sort of kind of sound and then this particular Mm -hmm. song paper moon was really like just asian sounding um okay yeah yeah so i was like oh this is really different um but the more i listened to it the I was like, yeah, this is really cool. And she, she must be really proud of that aspect of her heritage, um, which is why she's like gone with such a sort of Asian sound, this like almost like Thai, Indonesian um, instrumentation or, or something. Um, and I remember driving in the car with a friend, a uni friend on the way back. Um, I was talking to her yesterday, actually. And she was like, oh, this is so Asian sounding and I was kind of embarrassed. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let me let me skip it to the next one. And she was like, "No." Right. "It's cool. I love it." I'm yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it is cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: So was that sort of is that a little bit of a like a, a gateway for you into listening to more Asian-inspired or Asian-based?
1: Yeah. I think around that time I was I was sort of on the way to sort of I guess self acceptance or something like that, um, and that was one of the the linchpin moments. That conversation okay. with my friend Kim, that song, the songs I listened to around that
0: time, yeah. Okay, mm. excellent, excellent. It's an incredible moment having that. Um, that I mean, I, I've experienced obviously on a much lesser scale when it's just like my music the music that I enjoy that's like different to my parents or different to what everyone else has listened to and like this is my thing yeah but to have that ingrained in like your like who you are as, well, as a person as well mm. is um is a really beautiful thing really yeah thank you thank you um, and yeah like I I'm very very surprised actually because um like I as I said like a lot of these songs are like the first time I'm hearing them mm. Um, i would not come across Kelly Alley before and I listened, obviously, to Sneaker Pimps because, um, spoiler alert, they, they're coming up later in the list as well. <laughs> I I never would have made the connection between the two. Between yeah, Sneaker right. Pimps and Kelly Alley. Just never. a completely different sound, yeah. 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 Beautiful. Alrighty, oh. excellent. Okay, song three, that is a song from your introduction to music. So your song is Anita Baker, Sweet Love.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, people... Because... When people ask me about the Matchus Obscure Orchestra Project, they're like, oh, wow, there's, like, such, like, so many different sounds that you seem to to fuse into, you know, your, your music, and one song can jump from hip-hop to, like, you know, bedroom pop to lo-fi hip-hop or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, where, where does that come from? And obviously it comes from listening to all this different, like, music and, like you know, my tastes growing over time. But my parents actually had a really, really big um, influence in that they had a massive library of music growing up. They had just, like, this wall in the living room, which was just covered in this CD case, just CDs from everywhere. Yeah, they had, Dad had, like, you know just a- anything you'd think of, like from the Beatles to like weird um, movie soundtracks um, to uh-huh. like 70s, 80s and 90s soul music. Um, and mom had tons of like Taiwanese, Asian pop music. So, and they would constantly put this music on. They would just be playing it all the time. So Anita Baker was one of the ones that dad would put on quite, quite often. He'd just like have these favorites that he'd go back to. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess like Sweet Love, I like. I've never heard it out in the wild. Like I, I don't think I've come across it. Like in any, I don't know, '80s, you know, YouTube mix or in a, yeah, in a store or anything. Uh, It's just like, Uh sort of, feels very specific to my dad. Um, Right. Yeah. So (laughs) he just put this song on, and just uh, my brother, who later learned bass, would just be like, "I love this." I don't know. It just sounds really. I found it really tacky at the time. I was like, "This sounds so tacky." Right. Okay. But also, Uh now it just sounds great, and I think I really, I've also loved it at the time. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. It is a beautiful song. It's beautiful.
1: beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's Um, she's amazing. And music doesn't have to be cool for you to be enjoying it. I feel like is is a fun lesson from it. It's like you can find a song completely daggy, but also. Um, really appreciate it at the same time
0: yeah yeah I think that's like that is a big part of the journey of the show for me is that like you know a lot of my music has been very much in one bubble Mm. and a lot of the way I interact with music was very judgmental if it's not an artist that I appreciate it's not for me Mm. Um, and I'm getting to a place now where you know I'm just trust in my gut in terms of how i feel about a song and yeah. not paying attention to whether it's cool or whether it's good or whether uh someone's going to judge me for liking a particular artist yeah um, yeah so it's a yeah it's a, it's a it's a nice place to get to um, i think i but, think
1: that's something that sorry, young yeah. women are really good at like you know mm-hmm. like um with the beatles or something like it's now become this band that we really revere as a culture and we think like, mm-hmm. wow, the Beatles are like, you know, such a massively respected band. But I think right. I hear that back in the early days where they just first popped out and were this massive sensation, they were largely a band that had a, um, a, young, a young woman fan base. And because of that mm-hmm. sort of men that same age or older were like, oh, that's that like, you know, tacky pop band that girls like. And if girls like it, right, that's okay. stupid sort of thing um and (laughs) and now with hindsight or with like you know 10 years past it's like oh no no we love this band they're they're so good they're the best pop band to ever exist but there is this sort of like um i guess diminishing of young women's taste in music um which comes from that you know that that thing that men do which is like come at music from this highly intellectual almost gatekeeping kind of way it's like oh if you like if you like blur tell me who the lead singer is and like if you don't know that then you're not a real fan yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. but
1: women interact with um fandom in a different more sort of emotional way rather than like learning you know 10 trivia facts about a band sort of
0: thing right Yeah, yeah 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 I think that that has also been a big theme of the judgment that I have held, which is um, like a lot of it boils down to like internalized misogyny, mm. um, because you know a lot of the artists that I'm talking about when I've uh, judged them would be like Taylor Swift, Carly Rae Jepsen, you know, hugely popular, successful female artists that I've decided are no good, yeah, yeah, based on very, very little,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, oh, yeah, and I've and done I, the I, same. Mean?
0: We're just a couple of yeah. guys unlearning. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that we've been getting there getting get there. there um yeah i was also scrolling back up through our um uh, message history for for setting up the show because um i just a, a peek behind the curtain um i i think i got like 23 24 songs from you initially for for a 15 song playlist yeah, yeah. um so which we had to obviously we had to narrow down for the show yeah. but this category was one where you had three songs um, right. so you had Roberta Flack and uh, Nat King Cole as well so it makes sense to me when you're talking about this wall of CDs and this huge yeah. like uh, a huge amount of music they had to choose from um, Yeah. so getting it down to one song was a was a it's... particular challenge for this category I guess. yeah yeah oh you tied that in nicely yeah that, that does totally make sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> Excellent. alright song four then is a song that makes you happy so your song is uh Blue Bop by rip slime
1: yeah okay so um, I when I was 15 um, so I, I sorry I'll start again so I was in primary school we had an international student or an exchange student from mm-hmm. Japan named Hiroshi and he came and we pe- became like really good friends um, and then later in our lives when he went to a different high school I went to a different high school um, at 15. It was like, all right, let's just spend the holiday together. Um, so my parents were like, all right, Matt, we've, you know, we've saved up this money. We're going to buy you a ticket to Japan and you're going to spend a month with um, Hiroshi in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah. Um, and they, <laughs> my dad even wrote this letter, got it translated into Japanese because he can't write Japanese, giving uh-huh. my host dad permission to, Basically, like hit me if I, you know, act up,
0: <laughs> sort of thing. Right, okay.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. the whole thing. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. Um yeah. But yeah, while I was in Japan, it was like this whole different set of music, um, music tastes, and music norms. Like this complete mm-hmm. inversion of what the top forty looked like, what um, popular music, you know, looked like. Um yeah. Uh and but this this song Blue Bop" by Rip Slime was just one of my favorites and kind of um makes me happy every time I hear it because it's just like five um Japanese nerds who love hip-hop that have that have like spun hip-hop into the Japanese language. Mm -hmm. Um and the the video clip for this is like five party boys driving to a Zen temple and then going there and like meditating and then coming back really calm. And I, right. I don't know, it's, it's it's a kooky song and it gives me yeah. a good vibe and there's like a jazz sample in it that's really fun. It's mm. just like double bass um, and some jazz drums. I don't know, it just, yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me happy to to listen to it and hear it. Yeah, excellent.
0: So um, was it sort of like a, a soundtrack for that summer then? Yeah it most definitely
1: was yeah it, it felt like like this is the feeling of being overseas by myself for the first time yeah. exploring a place with my own eyes without like being taken to a place and then another place like and you're meeting this cousin now it's just like wow
0: right yeah down of
1: yeah. my first taste of freedom
0: yeah okay perfect mm. i do i do really like that in um particularly for this category um i i love when there's a a happy song that is closely linked to a happy memory yeah um like like a an inherently happy song because i feel happy listening to blooby bop it's (laughs) it's so fun Uh, and i've there's a lot a lot going on there's a lot of different parts to it uh there's a lot of different it feels like a lot of different genres almost yeah Um, but it uh yeah it's it's an incredibly happy fun song and then as you said to have it then associated with that memory and that time as well yes lovely that's great perfect yeah (laughs) all right perfect um song five is a song that makes you sad so you've gone for deer stop by goldfrap
1: yeah so this isn't well it is attached to a memory but it's not particularly attached to any sad memory um it's Mm -hmm. just a really beautifully written piece of music Um, Mm -hmm. By the duo that is Alison Goldfrapp And the producer Whose name I forgot Um, But they've like crafted this Really it almost sounds like A Bond theme But the saddest Bond theme you've ever heard Or something Yeah. Um, um, And yeah there's, There's something Kind of like really Raw And almost like Siren like In the vocal quality um, mm-hmm. Especially towards the end, that I don't know when I when I hear it all together with the instrumentals, sometimes I, I remember being in a car trip and putting it on, and my parents being like, "What? What is this?" But then me and my siblings in the back seat, just like really feeling it, and gazing out the window, and just each having mm-hmm. our own moment, and I think like having an internal cry about some some pain we've like. Not actually experienced yet in life, or something, some sense right, of yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it does conjure up like deep feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a strange, song. It's, so a strange song.
1: it's so weird. It's so weird. It's a strange album. Yeah, yeah. I know Goldfrapp's gone like really, um, like they leaned hard into the dance scene and like almost EDM, I guess, later in their albums. But this first album was like this. Sp- Experimental symphonic, like alternative masterpiece. Um, yeah. yeah, felt yeah. mountain. It's called. Yeah,
0: it's, it's definitely one that took me a few lessons to appreciate because it, there are elements of it that are very jarring mm. um, on the first listening. Um, but what it put me in mind of, and this is like the the last time I listened to it, it put me in mind of the feeling of. Do you ever get like a really bad headache when it needs to rain? When there is just like pressure oh. in the air?
1: Oh, right. Okay. Right? No, but I kind of get the feeling you are you are describing. So yeah, maybe,
0: it's like maybe maybe it's just a maybe it's just a Belfast thing because our weather's horrible compared right. to Australia. <laughs> really. But yeah. but there is like a there is like I, I I get like a tension headache sometimes, mm. and it's like it feels like there is just this this weight in the air. Yeah. and it just needs to rain and then once it rains it lifts and it feels a little bit brighter and yeah. there is a little bit of a sort of more um hopeful element to the ending of the song and it, mm-hmm. it that's how it felt to me is like this sort of it was almost like this weight this pressure that i felt building slightly yeah. Yeah. and then it just sort of relieved a little bit at the end and it was nice to like lead into a more relaxing song off the back of that as well but yeah. But yeah, that's that's just what it put me in mind of and it's just, I can't quite put my finger on exactly what it is about the song, but it did, it felt heavy. Do you know what that's, I mean?
1: That's a perfect description. Yeah, like a like an elemental pressure build-up.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I getcha, I getcha. Yeah, I think that describes the, like, yeah, there's a sort of immensity to the song. Yeah. That slowly mm-hmm. creeps up,
0: yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think if I needed to feel... if i I wanted to feel my feelings if i was like okay let's let's sit in this for a little bit it's definitely one of those where i could be like okay right this is gonna this is gonna drag me down a little bit we're gonna we're gonna start feeling some things yeah Um, absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. uh yeah and definitely a perfect song for gazing out a a rainy window on a car trip right yeah exactly perfect for that yeah absolutely (laughs) ideal yeah all right uh, song six and a song to relax to, so you've gone for Matomo ga Wakarane by oh, yeah. Shintaro Sakamoto. Yes, I,
1: I don't, right, I don't know how to to pronounce that either. Yeah. Okay. I said, quickly and confidently. <laughs> uh, That's how white yeah, men do it. Just so. go for it. Yeah. It, this this song is um, I just yeah, I it makes me really happy listening to this song. It's like it's like, mm-hmm. um, seventies funk the prism of like Japanese like aesthetics or sensibilities yeah mm-hmm. um, this is the opening theme to a to a um, a TV show that I was watching about two sort of like you know adult dropouts who have started a business where they just like help with odd jobs around the small Japanese town that they live in um, Okay which was a really fun, fun show. It's just like a slice of life kind of show. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I really looked forward to, as I was watching it, the, um, the outro, which was this song. I was just like, yeah, this is such a groove. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of like, yeah. if I listen to it and ride my bike around or walk around, it just like adds a little sort of like relaxed sort of pep in my step. Like I'm some sort of Japanese, yeah. you know, funky fun yeah.
0: guy <laughs> yeah 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 it's like it's like main character's just got a bit of good news yeah kind of that's like. it yeah 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 it's it's lovely like and again this is like this is a brand new song for me and like um I, like i've listened to very very little uh asian based music mm. um and yeah it was so so fun yeah yeah It's just it's such a nice vibe and, and I, I like i'm I'm so happy to have this song because I'm exactly the same it's one it's one that yeah if there's if there's a particular mood if there's a particular like just feeling a bit chill a bit happy mm. it's definitely a song i'm gonna put on quite yeah. a bit I would say. it, it yeah. feels like
1: the pants you're wearing have become flared pants just by listening to them <laughs>
0: <laughs> just that breezy breezy flared pants vibe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. can't say i'm intimately familiar with that feeling but but i like it yeah i like it yeah yeah all right uh okay song seven then is a song from your preteen years. so we're back to sneaker pimps uh, yeah and six yeah. underground yeah this yeah this <laughs> sounds
1: weird to say it but um while puberty was happening this song was you know what was playing on radio um right it's such a cool song it's like it was weird that some like a cool trip-hop song would be playing on commercial radio which is what i was listening to at like you know 11 12 at the at the time um mm-hmm. but it's it's such a cool track it kind of like mm. it yeah it does also have an underwater vibe to it i i know we were talking about underwater feelings with matthew yeah. Bugartz, but yeah this i guess it's in the title but um yeah there's there's something there's like a sense of mystique there's a sense of like sensuality to it um Mm. that I was just like at the time I was like wow is this what is this what like being an adult feels like and like romance (laughs) feels like but in a sort of um Mm. you know alternative underground romance or something something yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it puts you in a spooky yeah it puts you in a spooky uh, spooky what am I trying to say a a, a weird spooky cloud-like vibe or I don't know I'm not describing it well but it it makes you feel weird
0: yeah (laughs) no I know what you mean though I know what you mean yeah um yeah it's it's a I guess it's a strange one, and it it felt it felt very cool to me, but also very nineties, like the oh, yeah. Yeah. the and I think it might just be the vocal performance because it it and again it sounds very very different to Paper Moon, mm. um, but it does feel like it felt like a lot of the um the the bands that were around in the nineties, it felt like they all were going for the same sort of vocal style, yeah, um, which makes it dead handy like it it makes it so easy to identify 90s music now because you're like okay that that's how they're singing then <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it does feel cooler than a lot of the music that was around then yeah yeah don't know what it's about it but yeah
1: what uh, is that vocal style is it just like really close to the microphone almost as if you're whispering in someone's ear or
0: something like a of... little bit yeah mm. yeah um yeah that must be it that it must be something like that but um I'm not gonna be able to put a finger on this, but 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 you know what I mean. It it they it at all. It sounds very similar. Like you could picture the Spice Girls singing this song in the exact same style.
1: Yeah, like a, one of their slower tracks or something, like Two become one yeah.
0: or something like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, not sure they could pull this song off, but uh, Maybe that might not. be sacrilegious. Yeah, it <laughs> Um, all right. Song eight then is a is a cover. So your song is traveling by Ohashi Trio.
1: Okay, so yeah, this this stems back to that first trip to Japan as well. And then a later discovery of this awesome musician named Ohashi Trio. Um, mm-hmm. So there is a pop star in Japan who is kind of like, I guess the Ed Sheeran of Japan. And she, her name is okay. Utada Hikaru. She's actually got a special okay. on, on Netflix. Um, she started writing music I think she grew up partly in New York, um, was influenced by sort of like Aliyah and R&B sort of music around her in New York. She went back to Japan, started writing music at like 14, 15, and then released her first single at something like 16, then blew wow. up and became a huge hit. Um, and when I traveled to Japan, she was like well into like her career, like five years deep into her career and Mm -hmm. had this sort of psychedelic fun pop song called traveling um Mm -hmm. with lots of production and lots of like you know electronic elements to it um Mm -hmm. and then yeah and that that song kind of summed up like blue bebop summed up that trip for me and that first taste of like you know world freedom sort of thing um yeah and then i think a good couple of years later i discovered this guy um discovered that's such a weird word um i found this person um ohashi trio he's not a trio Mm -hmm. he's one person i think that's part of the joke um but he's like a jazz pop musician in japan who Mm -hmm. is like a multi-instrumentalist and yeah all this stuff he he did a covers album and he covered this like you know hyper pop song and made it really kind of loungy with sort of jazz instrumentation um yeah i just i i love what he's done with it um it's you know pop japan through the prism of jazz japan um mm. and it's yeah it's i i just really enjoy it and i, and I like both musicians so it was a nice match right, okay
0: mm. excellent excellent all right that's that's yeah so this is something i probably should start doing more of is listen to the original as well as the cover to get because oh, right. <laughs> so i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that sure um but right, well, I'm kind of glad it didn't actually because that I'm having a really hard time picturing this song as a hyperpop song, which is probably it's probably a weird angle to come at it. Because yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure the original's a lot more famous. But um, again, it's a really fun song and it's such a like a nice vibe. Like again, this is like another song I've loved having on in the car is um when I'm traveling. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, as you said, like it's a very like. A very chill loungy vibe which is just an awful lot of fun yeah um so i'm fascinated now like i'm like i'll i'll be doing this as soon as i get off this call basically. yeah it'll be a listen nice surprise that. listen yeah. to the original wow okay, okay. yeah it'll excellent. be a treat excellent okay cool yeah <laughs> uh all right song nine then is a song that you would sing at karaoke so you're going with it's so oh, so quiet by bjork yeah yeah this is this is my go-to because like it's funny i
1: you know i've I'm a performing musician, but I don't like mm-hmm. to sing. I don't actually, okay. you know, I ca- haven't quite gotten comfortable with the quality of my own voice in re- in recording sessions and stuff like that. Um, okay, yeah. So, you know, my first instinct was to go with something akaraki, like silly, and you can yell a bit, and you can sing a bit. Um, but yeah. I, over time, it's just like, oh, this is this is just my karaoke song now and i love it okay um oh, yeah man. it's got the whole range of emotions you know mm. it's got Björk's genius behind it so it's got all these like modalities and like you know genres, styles all mashed in which is you know yeah. thank you Björk. um yeah yeah it's it's just a really fun one to bash out <laughs> at karaoke
0: yeah 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 I think it's it's definitely when we have to go in with that kind of like a little bit of a silly energy yeah because it's yeah. gonna have it's it's got a lot like mm-hmm. you really have to lean into the whole like sh- sh- kind of vibe that's then, right
1: yeah you gotta you gotta bring yeah. it a hundred percent if you're yeah. gonna do it
0: yeah okay mm-hmm. and there's quite a lot of like she's got quite a lot of um like quite screamy bits as well like the sort of yeah. ways and things like that are quite quite intense so it yeah, like, yeah. sorry is that so is that your like are you is that in your range or are you just bringing the energy
1: oh i do the best i can but i can't replicate okay. that raw sort of you know um rage that she has in those moments <laughs> i was uh i was in a um a covers band in high school we played like Deftones and rage against the machine so i got i got my screams out at that time and they're, they're still right. in there somewhere so i, I bring that out right The bjerk
0: yeah oh nice okay good <laughs> yeah Excellent. It's it's a tough one though because I like I I was at the coverage band as well and like we didn't do an awful lot of like screamy stuff but it was a little bit like rock and roll. Mm. So I and I don't sing much at all anymore. Yeah. Like unless I'm in the car by myself. So I think my range is a lot better than it is sometimes. Like yeah. There Yeah, songs I used to be able to like really rock and then now like I sing along to it now and I'm like, oh god, no, <laughs> no, that's not. That's not working at all. Yeah, um, it's just like a. I'm glad yeah, yeah, right. or, yeah. Just not not hitting the notes. Just like or there's no like gravel to it. It's just like weak. and you know, um. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm glad uh, you still have that in your locker because that's uh, you you need that for a bit of Bjork. You you definitely yeah. need that for for this song for sure.
1: Do you know that song, "Let um, the Bodies" by Drowning Pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, that intro, that, ooh, ah, ah, yeah, yeah. that thing. I, <laughs> so my, my partner laughs anytime she gets me to do it because for some reason I can't get the the uh, uhs in time. Like okay. my throat feels too dry or something. So anytime, anytime I attempt to do right. it, it's like, ooh, ah, 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 or something. So, yeah, <laughs> the, the metal is definitely rusty. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah. It needs some work. <laughs> yeah absolutely all right song song 10 is a song that reminds you of a specific place so your mm-hmm. song is oshi by Linus and the family yeah
1: yeah okay so Lanius, Lanius is like brisbane's like the city I live in brisbane Mianjin mm-hmm. um he he's like this i I want to say underrated genius because he He's a musician that I really, really respect and look up to, um, mm-hmm. and kind of like. Are you are you familiar with Hiatus Coyote? She, I think she won a Grammy. Her, her band, um, anyway, they're they're great. No, they have okay. this, yeah. Hiatus Coyote. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, they kind of came up in the same circles, um, just like local kids who. You Know, mm-hmm. listen to a lot of Erica Badu, um, noodled around, and you know, listened to a lot of jazz, noodled around on instruments a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just like created their own genre mishmash of like, I guess the closest thing to it is like neo soul, but with a with an extra dash of experimentation. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, the city I live in, Brisbane, Mianjin, is kind of seen by the other main cities as a bit of a like a oh they're, they're like five years behind us and I'm right. I get really like touchy about that because I don't know Melbourne thinks they're really hipster and cool um, uh-huh. but it's mostly just ex-Brisbane people saying that stuff that now live in Melbourne <laughs> like denying their their heritage um, anyway
0: <laughs> Lanius
1: <laughs> Lanius and the family We're are. We're starting a like, feud here. <laughs> here. We are. We're starting a, a, a <laughs> North Coast, South Coast beef.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, Lanius is like Brisbane-born, Brisbane-bred, I guess, um, mm-hmm. genius musician um, who I'm always like, well, we have Lanius. Yeah. Right. And this song, the the music video on it of it is um, – A beautifully long-haired guy on the Brisbane River. Um, So there's Mm -hmm. a like a distinct connection between this song, um, my my group of friends, um, and like the the river city bit, which I can see out from my window, and it's like intrinsically tied to to my my city sort of thing.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's quite a lot of pride in this one, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's a beautiful song. It's just like. Really mellow and and nice, like soul vibes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Although the lyrics are a bit mean. <laughs> now that I re-listen, yeah. I like, "Wow, geez. this is like the, the lyrics are very judgy about whoever <laughs> this person was."
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah i I absolutely love this song. Um, it was. I don't know this it, it it felt very much like it put me in mind of um I don't know a lot of the like the the local music scene um in even in Belfast. Um, oh okay. And it's just I don't know if it's just something about that, I think it's just the style of guitar and the sort of the the size of the sound that they're going for. Mm. Um there were just a, there were a few bands that I would have really loved seeing live yeah that had a similar kind of vibe. yeah. Um, but I think the thing the thing about those bands is like it's more how they felt mm. than how they sounded because a lot of the music that I listened to back then, a lot of the bands that I listened to doesn't hold up particularly well. Like there's a lot of those bands I've listened to since and I'm like okay it's <laughs> fine. Um <laughs> and I, I i genuinely think like a lot of bands just like they sound a lot better live than they do studio and um, mm-hmm. they're able to create a bigger sound or like a, a like it's tailored to live music right no. um i think this song i loved it it just it put me back in that space of like listening to those bands live they're mm-hmm. able to um create that sound and maintain that energy Um, Yeah In a studio song Which is I think that's actually Very difficult to do With this style of music Um, And it's beautifully done It's it's such a great song I Mm. really really like this one
1: You're right There's a spaciousness to it And a sort of shimmering Quality that it sort of has Yeah Yeah Yeah. I I, I dare say I was in a I was in a punk band For about 10 years uh, Leading up to the Uh Creation of the Obscure Orchestra And Yeah no disrespect to my band members but we we were that band that was better live than we were recorded. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 We were called The Moldy Lovers.
0: The Moldy Lovers? Yeah, like moldy bread. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, kids. Yeah. Should I check it out or Check it out. It?
1: It's we were okay. we were a really fun um really fun sort of like live band um bit of protest flavor okay. in it um okay yeah we were like we i guess for for a time we were called like west end's favorite like gypsy punk band or like folk punk band or something um right and okay. i think i think we we earned that like through just every weekend gigging mm. you know, every protest playing every um like local sort of lefty charity event playing playing at it sort of thing
0: right okay yeah okay. it's good fun oh, it is. Excellent. yeah okay i will check it out then mm. song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so your song is water no get enemy by phila Kuti. yeah yeah which is just you know this classic
1: awesome party piece um mm-hmm. and fella being you know the king sort of um I this was what's that what's that part in a wedding where you just like you walk in? Whatever that part is. Um Okay. Yeah. yeah. I we I wasn't standing there and like waiting for Freya to walk in. We just both walked in together. We kinda of, like made oh, up okay. our own rules for our wedding. Um and this right was nice. the song that played during the I guess the entrance of Okay. You know, the yeah, yeah. two people getting married. Okay. Um, and yeah, we just like kind of had a dance and bop into the into the warehouse where we're getting married. And so this right. this song will be always sort of tied with uh, my partner Freya. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love that. So um oh, when did you get married? About uh, late twenty nineteen, just before COVID hit big. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. We got married December twenty nineteen. Oh, and, uh, lucky us yeah very lucky us yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but no it, it, it's funny that like how how much of an impact those songs have or how how like how how much they stick with you mm. um so we, we we did it more more traditionally so um well slightly uh my wife walked down the aisle with both of her parents rather than just her dad Oh, lovely. um but she did want to walk down the aisle so she walked down the aisle to uh the, the um, a Hans Zimmer song from uh, the movie True Romance. Oh, I don't know if you've seen it, it's a it's a steel drum right uh, piece that uh, her dad actually played on guitar and then recorded it and then we we played that and surprised right. her with it. It was lovely. Is, um, is this the film but, that's
1: written by Quentin Tarantino but directed by someone else?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tony Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the Scots I'm sure. It would
1: have been um, very synthy yeah. then, right? Maybe.
0: Uh, maybe not. No, it's 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 like a it's it's like steel drums. I'm sure. Cool, cool. It's, okay, um, yeah. Ding, 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 Like, yeah. Check it. It's it's called "You're So Cool." I think it's called "You're So Cool," but it's, okay. it's the theme from uh, um from True Romance. So yes, that's that's what we walked down to. Great. But we walked out together to Hall Notes. You make my dreams come true. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. Every time I hear that song, i t- I try not to listen to that song too much because it feels very special to me. Yeah, and I don't want to just like have it in rotation; it's just a normal song I listen to. But yeah. every time I I hear it, I don't know what it is about it, and I think it's just the thing with music. But it just makes me so happy because that moment, and it, it's probably a similar moment to yourself when you are like walking with your with your wife to be. Yeah, um, like. I don't know there's a lot of build up to the wedding and there's a lot of sort of pressure and a lot of tension and for me walking down the aisle that was the moment where it all sort of lifted yeah um and it just it felt like okay we're gonna have fun now and we're married and everything's great yeah i'm sure it's the same thing walking up the aisle just like before that moment absolutely it was yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. pressure
1: release was so good yeah. yeah 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 and you're right you don't want to dilute that memory by sort of like playing it at every occasion yeah mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a great song, though. Um, it is. Yeah, I hadn't it heard is. it before, but it's like, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, it's just quite fair. a long one, isn't it? It's like nine minutes or something. Or yeah.
1: Minutes, there's but... like a few, there's a shorter version that, you know, some, sometimes exists um, just because it's mm. so long. But, you know, right. it's, it's a journey you want to go on. It's like, really takes <laughs> you to like the Caribbean or something, or like, you know, just that mm. full Afro Cuban vibe is just so fun yeah
0: yeah no it's great definitely yeah so yeah again we've got a great connection here they've got the uh like a really happy song and a really happy memory so that's yeah i'm
1: i'm glad the music that i've chosen is like the general trend is happy because i've been told that like oh matt you're you're a happy guy but you listen to some really like you know um sad music or something i'm like (laughs) oh shit like Am I yeah. <laughs> Is there some aspect of myself That I'm like You know Exploring through that Yeah It was Yeah There was a time Where there was a lot of like It wasn't even sad music It's just like a lot of Fleet Foxes Or something
0: mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Yeah Moody I guess <laughs> Been there Been there Yeah um, <laughs> Alright Song 12 Then is the song That motivates you So um, So yeah Barons of Tang so we've mentioned already So the song is yeah. Even if you're missing fingers You can make a fist
1: yeah, this song is so great. Um, Barons of Tang. Uh, this song motivates me because, like, it's it's when they went to write this song, there was just mm-hmm. obviously no rules whatsoever as to what a song can right. sound like or be. Um, uh-huh. You know, it starts off with like a, maybe a minute and a half of just like um, klezma, you know, Eastern European folk music, and then just punctuated by like metal guitar and metal like deep horns hits um and then you're just taken to this like thrash metal section it's just like you know you you, it's like you're in a car with a stunt driver and they just like you know you're you're just like yep you do whatever i'm just along for the journey (laughs) yeah um yeah and it just kind of this song reminds me that when I'm writing music, there are no rules that I have to adhere to, um, which right, is yeah. really refreshing and a good reminder.
0: Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm not sure if we're listening to different songs. Uh, oh. the, the song I have, uh, even if you're missing fingers, you can make a fist is mm. 30 seconds long. Oh yeah. On Spotify. I've, I've tried to get
1: the full version on Spotify, but for some reason on Spotify, they only have these like 30 second samples of their album or EP. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. They, I, for licensing reasons, or maybe it was a personal cho- choice by the band members. They've, yeah, they just put this preview up rather than the full album.
0: Oh, that's so strange. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a shame. It's a shame. Cause you don't get the full, you know, the full <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, like I, YouTube. I thought it was I think just a thirty-second
0: song. So then, when you said there's like a minute and a half or something, I'm like, okay, this is different. <laughs> um Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes that makes more sense. Um Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll. So th- for anyone listening, then a little bit of homework. Um, we can't just rely on Spotify here. We're gonna have to go and and, and check this song out. Right? Um yeah. But yeah, it's it's like it's a really. It's a really nice thing to have, for sure. And there's there's definitely been songs like that that I've listened to that I've thought, um God I didn't like I didn't know they were allowed to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Yeah. That that's that's the feeling I get and like and it's not even as like as out there as what you're describing. It's like um Bohemian Rhapsody, for example, where I'm like Yeah, okay, I didn't Like they they've sort of just taken what a song should be or what I expect a song to be, which is like three minutes, first course, first course, and they just it out the window. Um, Yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm excited to listen to the to the song properly now that I know that it's not just thirty seconds long. Yeah, (laughs) Um, that that's a really good comparison. It it
1: is Bohemian Rhapsody, but for um gypsy death metal fans.
0: Did You put that on the like that should be the review they put on the um on their next uh their next poster. Yep, yeah, <laughs> queen, queen if Day you love 50 deaths. death metal. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, perfect. Uh, all right, song 13 then is a song that someone introduced you to. So your song is Rum He by Shugo Takumara.
1: Yeah, yeah, so Close. um. I was in between moving houses um, I was kind of like in a yeah I was in a weird relationship Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the one of the saving graces of that time was my housemate um, whose name is Chris Jane Um, and Jane's friend actually put me onto this this song um, which became a massive influence on my Obscure Orchestra project uh, because similar to barons of tang also like there are no rules so Mm. shugo is Mm. a multi-instrumentalist from japan um a kind of elusive fellow he doesn't do many interviews or anything like that um but yeah he's he's a multi-instrumentalist who's like collected a whole bunch of folk instruments um Mm. just you know tens tens of tens doesn't sound like a lot but tens
0: (laughs) it is for folk instruments though isn't it
1: it is, it is. Um, and he's just like layered these really um uh beautifully sort of considered arrangements using all of these things that he's recorded himself. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, Rum He is is was the first one that I ever heard. And my mind was blown. It's oh. like, wow how can how can this a soundscape be so eclectic and so mm-hmm. sort of left field and yet so fun and joyful sounding? Um mm-hmm. I think this song, maybe before or later around this time, became the opening soundtrack song to a PlayStation video game. Um, so it got it got listened to a little bit more um, by right, okay. a wider audience, um, which is great because it's such a fun song.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. it's brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. Do you, what it felt like to me, and, and I hope this isn't too, uh, I hope this isn't too reductionist, but. Um, it felt to me like I'd find a new and very fresh Sigur Ros song, um, and I oh. used to, I used to love Sigur Ros, and I I think I maybe just like listened to them too much or maybe not enough recently, but like some of the mm. songs I've listened to a lot of, just fell off a little bit for me in terms of how I felt about them. Um, sure. But this song, sort of had a little bit of that quality, I think, and it's just pure joy and, like, I just get this feeling when I listen to songs like this, it just like, I don't know, it, it it feels like a weight is being lifted as you're listening to it, it's just like bliss. I don't know what it is about it, but it just feels so good to listen to songs like that, to listen to this song, it's it's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's so true. There, there are, I don't know, yeah, it's like how do you take so many disparate elements, so many, like, found objects that aren't considered instruments and make it into something yeah. so beautiful. I, I think there's like yeah. I, I don't know the name of the genre yet, but I feel yeah. like there's a there's a group of artists, you know, dotted around the world who are making this sort of like bedroom bedroom studio, but like minimalist, maximalist, experimental mm alt-pop folk world thing and like Cosmo Sheldrake would be another artist that falls into that category probably um Mm -hmm. that yeah I just I just love this kind of stuff where like one person has like just over the space of months crafted like the the pure thing that is their idea of like what Mm -hmm. this sound what this song should be and has just painstakingly like added layers to it until it's like this thing
0: yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. it's like some artwork can just be like you know one day to paint a thing or like you know slap a painting together or slap an illustration together but this is this feels like you know that sort of three years to to make a multi-layered sculpture type thing and um yeah yeah. songs like this by artists like this um feel like that to me
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you mean, and I think I feel the same. It's um, yeah, it's it's the layering of it is is a is a big thing, but you can, I don't know, you can feel the way it's been crafted, and it's like it's been shaped based on how it feels, and uh, that that's how it feels to me. It it, it feels like it's been shaped more than more about like how it feels, um, rather than how it sounds almost, mm. and. It just has this like I don't know there's just this energy that, that that builds with it when the layers come in and they drop out and it's just like yeah. this this wave of um dopamine almost like it's, yeah, yeah it's so nice it's so, it's so nice. nice
1: do you know the name of this genre because I've I've been wrecking my brain and, and people have been asking me like what what genre I play in it, and I can't I can never answer that question either
0: dream pop Ambient, okay, yeah. Dream pop sure sounds, sounds quite fit. Yeah, a little bit maybe. Like,
1: um, yeah. Avant pop, I don't know. Yeah, experimental yeah. pop is like the closest thing I could think that might summarize it, but
0: mm-hmm. that could mean
1: mm-hmm. so many things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? It, it probably it like you know if if someone needs to categorize it, it'll probably fall into like alternative or indie which doesn't yeah, really yeah. mean anything um, but
1: some, but yeah. no, I can't, some people can't get my finger on it. Some, people, some artists get really mad about genres like oh we transcend genres but I like I find it really useful like just, mm-hmm. to, just mm-hmm. to sort of place yourself in a world and if you're like playing things that
0: are really disparate just to be
1: like well mm-hmm. this one was in that area now this one's over there so like right. every now and then I jump around
0: yeah song 14 is a song that you wouldn't expect to like so your song is fast love by george michael oh yeah that's right um i
1: you, yeah we were talking about being judgmental about pop music earlier right um and i think like there was a, a phase of my like i guess my teens where i was like no i am i'm into like experimental indie music and anything you're listening to is crap or like the watered down version yep. of this thing, or something. Um, yeah, sure. But which was just utterly stupid, um, and <laughs> I'm so glad I've grown out of that phase. Um, but one of one of the guilty pleasures through that time, um, that mm-hmm. I, in my mind, is firmly in that sort of pop world that I would would have been judgmental about. is mm-hmm. fast love by George Michael. So it's it's like not even Wham era, like you know pinnacle George Michael, and it's not um it's just one that that weird sort of y2k like the matrix mm. came out and like will smith's you know uh men in black comes out right. everything every music video has weird cgi in it where they're in a silver room and they're all sitting in weird cocoon like chairs or something and this was yeah. like deeply set in that era Yeah, um, but it's just the song with a really fun groove it's just like yeah 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 it tickles it tickles yeah. a certain area of the brain it's just like mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's
1: good music, he makes wonderful music, George michael,
0: yeah yeah no i'm the i'm the same like we've already talked about it obviously, but um but yeah i've I've definitely had a sort of judgment for um let's say popular pop mm-hmm. um that I've just felt is sort of beneath me for, for yeah. whatever reason. And then, I don't know, as you start to listen to it more and you start to, uh, you know, as well as like, you know, making a little bit of music as well, you start to appreciate how well produced some yeah. of these songs are as well as just being a fun vibe. Like there's mm-hmm. an awful lot going on in this for, i going to say for a George Michael song, which again is still judgmental, but there's an awful lot going on like production wise yeah. in the song that just makes it so so fun that's so true yeah and just
1: the vocal control um mm-hmm. the the difference between a vocal performance from one song to another yeah there's mm-hmm. there is a lot of stuff to be impressed by um yeah, but also absolutely. stuff to be to not intellectualize and just be like people have people have a great time <laughs> listening to this and i can appreciate that yeah. yeah 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 i think one of the things that that stopped me from being so judgmental about popular pop music is just that, like, this makes so many people happy. And, like, who am I to, mm-hmm. to dampen that moment for people or to, like, sneer yeah. at that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah. No, I'm the same. Like, there's a reason classics are classics is a reason stuff is popular. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, there is some stuff that is just, like, the path of least resistance, and it's not exactly rate yeah but yeah i mean a lot yes. of it is just people Look, are enjoying stuff because it's good we, we're allowed to still judge sometimes yeah 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 <laughs> i was res- i reserve that right um, i try <laughs> keep the show as as judgment free as possible but yeah. it, it slips in on occasion yeah um
1: some music is yeah, just a marketing exercise but you know yeah
0: on its own merits
1: yeah that's
0: the world we live in <laughs> true true <laughs> Alrighty. Um song 15 then is a song that you think everyone should listen to. So you've gone for Kui Setama Laug by David Darling and the Wulu Burning. Yes. So this this piece is a um
1: uh I'm just I've just come to be after after two decades of being ashamed of being Asian and thinking that means like being daggy and um kind of like this is, this is coming from a Australian context or a Western country context. Like when you grow up and you're kind of like in the minority um, and you mm. look different to most people, it's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try and do as much as I can to fit in, you know, right. by listening to the music everyone else does. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to speak my, like, I'm not going to speak Taiwanese out in public because I'm embarrassed. And I don't want people to know I'm, you know, more Asian yeah. than I am sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming out of that and realizing like oh it's 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 nice to sort of you know, I know I'm Australian, I'm proud to be you know born here and of this country, um, but I'm also proud to have this heritage of like you know, Taiwan and the the creativity and the the awesomeness that happens there. Um, mm-hmm. And this song, which I only um, found out about, in the last um, 18 months or so kind of mm-hmm. has really summed up like this pleasure of being like, um, what's the word? Appreciative, appreciative of my mm-hmm. sort of roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this, this song is a collaboration with a cellist composer um, with a, uh, an indigenous Taiwanese tribe called the Wulubunun, who have mm-hmm. um, a lot of sort of vocal harmonies embedded in their culture mm-hmm. um, um, yeah and so this is a project that sort of combines sort of western orchestral elements with these gorgeous mm-hmm. sort of indigenous Taiwanese harmonies and yeah. children's voices, women's voices, men's vo- like the whole the whole village sort of gets involved mm-hmm. Um, And it's just really beautiful. Like, it sounds so great. Um, And I I feel like people should listen to it because, like, no one really knows, like, for the most part, people don't know where Taiwan is, what it is. They mistake it for Thailand. Mm -hmm. Um, China's sort of, like, encroaching on Taiwanese space and saying, like, all right, well, we're going to, like, invade and take over you. I don't know if this is getting too Mm -hmm. political, but yeah i think right. it's a nice slice of taiwanese culture and specifically taiwanese um aboriginal culture that you know mm. should be preserved and listened to
0: okay yeah perfect i love that um yeah i mean i i enjoyed the song before before knowing all of that so again it's going to completely reframe how i listened to it yeah um, it's just
1: beautiful isn't it yeah
0: yeah it's a beautiful combination of what what we talked about earlier, which is like combining the sort of um, almost like well, I was gonna say almost like folk elements, but like the the indigenous, the the sort of the um, ancestral elements of of one's culture, and yeah. combining it with something a little bit modern, a little bit more accessible. Yes, and yeah. it's a yeah, it's a beautiful combination. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy re-listening to that with that with that in mind
1: great sure. great thank you excellent
0: all yeah. right well, that's a beautiful note to end on so um do you have anything you want pleasure. to plug or promote while, yeah uh, i'll have
1: you oh um well first thank you this was a really lovely nice to wake up for me just sort of slowly going <laughs> through um music like my favorite topic with someone who like truly appreciates it Um, and your, your vocal quality is very calming. I've got to say (laughs) it's it's nice, (laughs) a nice way to wake up.
0: (laughs) Excellent. All right. We'll appreciate it.
1: And, um, I, I do have a song coming out that, yeah, I guess, I guess would be nice to talk about, um, Uh this is a song about food actually. So Mm -hmm. in the last few years, I've written songs about, you know, um, anti-racism advocacy and, Uh, black lives matter and um, indigenous sovereignty here in this in in Australia Um, Mm -hmm. so this song was just a nice little like change of pace like well you know not every song has to to take on the the world this song is just a silly song about being hungry and wanting to eat ramen and fried chicken and chips and stuff Um, Mm. so it's coming out probably by the time this gets released Um, it'll be on YouTube yep there's a music video um, just type in Matt Schu's Obscure Orchestra and it, you'll see me eating lots of delicious food on um, the best two cheat days of my life. <laughs> yeah. The song's called Eat, Eat the World, which kind of sums up mm. that
0: feeling. Perfect. All righty. So yes, this this will be coming out the day after the song's released. So oh, yes, it will be available for everyone to go check out. Um, excellent. Um, you filmed that video over two days. Yeah, well,
1: actually, three days. Three days. Um, two days for the the eating in studio. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and then the third day was getting my whole orchestra, um, in a photo studio and just getting them to like pretend to be zombies and and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of fun. As I said to you when you when you sent it to me, like it looks like the perfect music video to have gone and done. (laughs) just like sitting and eating with people. I guess ideal. It's, that's exactly. If, if i was to make a song and to make a music video specifically to enjoy myself that's yeah. exactly what i would do <laughs> it's a good excuse
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and it's a lovely song people should definitely go check it out for sure thank you, thank you. Brilliant. all right thanks Matt. thank you shane appreciate that and that is it for episode 30 of mixtape identity thank you so much for listening as i said at the end of the episode matt's new single eat the world is out now and um, if you're listening to this podcast the day of release it was just like yesterday so go and check it out it's a really lovely music video it's a really lovely song um, and Matt's a great guy so you know go and support him go and buy his stuff if you can if you want to support this show, then uh, if you want to support us financially, we do have a coffee link set up that's in the link tree. There's no monthly obligation, you can just throw a couple quid for an episode that you've liked. Um, otherwise, all the other good stuff uh, leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, leave us a five star rating. Um, tell your friends, share it on your Instagram. All that support is, is very, very much appreciated. Um, just want to say that you know, we're, we're now at 30 episodes, and um, it's been an absolute pleasure, an absolute joy and getting to 30 episodes feels like a a pretty big deal so thank you very much for all your support i will be back next week for episode 31 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to